Here we are back at the Broad Oak Party podcast. Joey Ryan sitting here with you. That was well done, brother. Thank G- you. Good job. Thank you. I appreciate that. So I thought, you know, I, I, you you came here in the studio having otherwise no known as your office. Yep. Having no clue what it is that we were going to talk about. It's true. Which isn't unlike most weeks, but this even more so. And I asked you if you and I could talk about uh, burnout and if you would even be willing to get a little personal, potentially, about things that you maybe do. And some of this may be innately, and so maybe you would you know, form language around it in real time as we're sitting here recording but you know habits now you're not asking me to do this because you're burnt out doing this podcast with me well i mean is that are are you signaling something let's see how this podcast (laughs) plays out but uh burnout is a problem and it affects people both inside the church and outside of the context of the local church. And, and so I, I think the topic is relevant to anyone, but obviously we're sitting here as two pastors. Yeah. And, and, uh, and burnout in pastoral ministry is very real. Yeah. real. In yeah. fact, I, I've, I have seen statistics where that has kind of been on the rise in the past few years, and there's various reasons why uh, I, I think we could speculate as to maybe it's leading through the COVID season or um, just how politicized everything, you know, there's just different ways that we could look at that, examine that data. But, um, but burnout is a real problem. Uh, and, uh, and so I wanted to talk through with you, maybe just uh, what are some strategies that, um, that you would recommend, and if, if this is okay, can I kind of interview you on this episode? Sure, yeah. And so what, what are some strategies that that you would recommend both to, and let, let's take it two different ways, both to the, uh, just the, the person that's listening to this that m- may be on the verge of break, uh, of, of a burnout, um, or uh, to the the pastor that's maybe he- you know headed in that direction. What are what are some what are some strategies to have in place to prevent burnout? And then uh, with that, what are what are some things in your life over the years? You've been in pastoral ministry over twenty years. Um, uh, Mary, we were talking about this over dinner the the other night. How long have you and Christy been married? It'll be eighteen years in a few months. Eighteen years, and four beautiful children. Um, and you know, there there's other irons in the fire that both you and Christy have uh, that would put you in the category of being uh, busy people. Uh, sure. You yeah. Know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so I like. How do you not burn? How do you not crash and burn? How do you have, um, how, how do you have a sustainable pace as a you know a husband, a father, pastor, etc.? Yeah, well, and I mean, I I, I think I, I think we can start with who we are. 
mm-hmm. as individuals. Just theologically, God has made us uh, body and soul. And so it's important for us, even though we are a, a unity, right? We're not two persons. We are one uh, person that that is body and soul, that we have to care for both aspects of who we are. We, we need to care for our soul regularly. And I think in pastoral ministry, it can become more challenging because the work you do is caring for other people's souls. And so yeah. it can be hard to distinguish sometimes, is this nourishing for my soul or is this work for the care of others, right? And there can be some overlap, but we also need to care for our physical bodies. So I, I think those are some some beginning general things that okay. I, I would say. So recognize your body and soul. Exactly. And then consider, am I attending to the ordinary means of grace? Um, and if I'm a pastor, um, you know, am I making space in those means of grace for that to be central for me, not just because I'm leading it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, am I am I having times of prayer? Am I meditating on the Word or, or reading the Word? Um, you know, am I having... Uh, good spiritual conversations with other saints. But then, I mean, there's a lot we could say there, but then I think physically trying to care for our bodies, and we all come from a variety of perspectives. Some of us have more health problems than others. Some of us, you know, have uh, challenges um, or seasons of life. But trying to care for ourselves physically, I think, is important. So that, that's, the, that's the first thing I would say. Who are we, and how do we need to consider caring for ourselves? Now, you, you ask me, uh, and you're asking me this, not because I'm in a season of burnout, mm-hmm. but because it was a topic that you thought might be helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I've had times where I've felt stressed in my life. I've had times where I've felt like I've got a lot on my plate. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I've ever consciously had a time of burnout. I've had seasons where it's okay. I'm, I need a vacation, you know, or I need this or, but I don't know that I've been able to walk through a season of burnout that mm-hmm. I would say, wow, that was six months of burnout. It was a kind of soul and body impacting uh, thing from overwork uh, or from trauma or from, you know, uh, caring for others. But I have had seasons where I've had to say, okay, I need to cut back on something uh, or, or something of that nature. Things that I've done, I, I regularly try to schedule my calendar around our family and our church and we we try to your priorities yes and we try to involve our family in the things that we do for our church so there are times where i may take a kid with me to church when i'm running an errand or something like that you know i've got to go up on a saturday to do something you know uh and you know uh, similarly you mentioned we're, we're busy, but we some of what we do, we do together, right? Mm-hmm. So, for instance, our kids both play soccer in uh, a, a Christian school soccer league that <laughs> the school that my wife runs, I help to lead the soccer. Mm-hmm. Well, that means that I'm with my kids and I'm with my wife and I'm coaching them or helping their coaches. So even though it's something that I'm doing, I'm involving my family. Yeah. And so I don't feel like I'm away from them a lot, mm-hmm. that I'm isolated uh, from my own family. Um, I think that's been important. Um, and, and I've also had to say no to things sometimes so that I can protect both family time or church mm-hmm. things. Um, you and I have talked about this through the years, but I've tried to compartmentalize a little bit, not m- mentally, but okay. You seem quite good at that too. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah. I don't I don't always know if I've done it well, but I think, you know, so when I say compartmentalize, what I mean, for instance, is things like, 
okay, I'm working on a side project mm-hmm. or I'm working on uh, a doctoral program or something like that, I'll say, okay, this is the space that I have to do it. And in my mental real estate, I say, okay, that's the day when I can invest in it. Mm-hmm. Because that's kept me from feeling the tyranny of the urgent. Well, I'm supposed to be writing this, but I need to write sermons. And no, 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 no. This is my day to do that. Or this is my set of a couple of hours to do that. Um, that, that means the project takes longer. Yeah. But I'm now no longer ruled by I've got church, I've got family, and I'm, I'm trying to do these writing projects or yeah. something. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and you said something there to me that is profound. I, you use the you use the phrase tyranny of the urgent. Yeah, which I do notice people that are on the brink of burnout or are burned out. Yeah, you know they they tend to be enslaved to the urgent, right? And and so there there's um in a, in a lot of ways their calendar is their master versus them being able to master their cal you yeah. know master their own calendar. Yeah, um and and so you're the way in which you you tend to compartmentalize, which I think, you know, maybe you can speak to that a little bit more. Like, how do you, in order to effectively compartmentalize, um, are you pretty, like, are you pretty strict with your schedule? Like, how, how do you block those things off yeah, well? Yeah, I, I think like, I'm strict with my schedule so that I can be open-handed with my schedule to family and church. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't mean that I've always done that perfectly, but you know, if, if a brother in, in our church calls me and says, Hey, I need to get together. That's, that's, that, that is urgent. I mean, now it may or may not be an urgent issue, but yeah. that becomes what's okay. Let's, let's make it happen. Right. Um, so other things like, you know, uh, Again, working on uh, something I'm writing or uh, another book that I'm reading or something mm-hmm. like that, that becomes, there are times when I'm going to do that so that it doesn't get in the way of, again, family and church. Um, but, you know, there, there were times early in kind of trying to, to, to do some writing for, um, you know, doctoral work where I just realized, you know what? I just have to say that there's a couple of hours a week that I can focus on this. And when I did that, it freed me to know, hey, no, that set of hours, Lord's will- Lord willing, it's coming again next week. So I can set this down and I can focus on my kids or I can focus on the church task, you know, and th- because those are primary, mm-hmm. right? And so I think some of it is also prioritizing what actually is primary, yeah. right? I mean, you know, for the person listening to this who's, say, not a pastor, um, you know, getting the boat, working all those extra hours to try to get the boat for the family, that's not primary. Yeah. That might be a goal, and it might be a wonderful gift of God for you to, to get there, but that's not primary. Yeah. Um, and so you've got to make sure that if you're going to avoid burnout, that you know what is primary, and that what is primary then is what your calendar is the most open to. Mm-hmm. Um, and so sometimes I, I would try to work in periods of time uh, that were physical exercise uh, or being with the family. Um, certain family routines that I would try to protect, like meals together. Um, you know, we, for a, a, a long season, have had sort of a, a weekend, either Friday or Saturday, where it's just the family, and we have a particular meal, and it may be a movie night or something like that, and I try to protect that. I will give that up if another family need comes that's more urgent or a church need comes, right? Uh, I mean, I hope everyone in our church knows 24-7 they can call me, and Indeed, know that 
they're going to be able to find the support that they need. But in order for that to happen, I do have to guard certain things, you know, um, so that I don't assume everything in my life is urgent. Because I think if I did that, it would burn me out. Yeah. So there's this element for you of when you, you recognize, you know, your body and soul. Right. Right. So you, you have to do things that address both body and soul, spiritual yep. disciplines, phys- physical disciplines. That's right. Um, there's this sense of everybody has a different capacity as well, yeah. right? So what may be your threshold for burnout may not be another yeah. person's yeah. threshold for burnout, right? Um, which can be, I think, be difficult. One, one of the things that I've noticed that can be, I think, hard for people to discern is... Are, are you, you're wrestling with, is this individual wrestling with lots of anxiety and, and having these sorts of burnout symptoms because they're not doing what God's called them to do? Like, yeah. so there's this laziness or neglect or maybe this busybodiness. They're doing kind of what you were talking about. They're prioritizing things that shouldn't be right. prioritized. Um and neglecting the very things that God's called them to obedience in. Um, And so is is it that, or is it that this person's, it's been pedaled to the metal, and the, in in that that particular pace Mm -hmm. is leading, it's just not sustainable, you know, the, 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 the speed at which they're going at, may be useful for people around them at at the moment, but it's a very temporary usefulness because they're going to crash and burn. Yeah, yeah. I think having a realistic picture of, of who we are and what is important, but also that we are not all the same and that there are a variety of paces, you know, um, and levels to which we can handle certain things. And I, I think without walking around constantly analyzing ourselves, it is helpful for us to actually assess what we can handle, what's wise for us to take on. Um, And and I would say another thing is probably the chief human agent in, you know, my own care of myself. So again, human agent um, would be my wife, right? Just the relationship that we have. And the ability to lean on her and talk to her and have good conversations with her about things in our, in our life, that's been huge, you know. Um, and I think you could also then further that to other, you know, friendships where it's, hey, you know, I, I need to talk about this burden or this challenge. Um, so community, that's sometimes a broad and maybe an overused word, but close community is helpful in that as well, mm. I think. Yeah. You know? It doesn't have to be a large group. Sometimes we think community is, I have 30 close friends. I, I'm not sure how many people out there actually have 30 close friends, because we're not counting That sounds Facebook. exhausting. Right, yeah. That, 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 <laughs> that, that could, could lead, lead to burnout. Burn <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So, I mean, I don't know if that makes sense. I'm certainly not an expert in avoiding burnout. No, that's how... I, I, I just think, to answer your question, which we didn't necessarily prep for, those are some things that I would... I would say that I've yeah. tried to, to try to do. Well, one of the reasons why I wanted you to maybe speak into it for this episode, one, selfishly, I wanted to hear it, but, um, and, and I, I think you and I over the years have had conversations kind of privately around 
these sorts of topics in yeah. different capacities, but I don't know if we've ever had the conversation you know, recorded. And um, but there's plenty of people that listen to this podcast that know you um, to varying degrees, but I've I've found you over the years to be a very steady, consistent person, and I've never known you to be someone who's operating in a uh, in sort of this. Uh, under this tyranny of the urgent hmm. like in and so uh so i thought it would be beneficial for listeners just to hear your perspective on you know how, how do you um settle in for the long haul on the things that god's called you to do you know and um uh, and in how you avoid burnout which is the enemy of having longevity in the things that god's called you to do yeah, I think some of that, too, is just we, we learn from past mistakes. We learn from the grace of God and to us in the gospel. And we remember that sometimes, you know, sometimes we, we need to think through what actually, going back to the statement of what is important, sometimes we put expectations on ourselves or we live under what we think are the expectations of yeah, others. Good. And so having a healthy view of that, um, it's not that we walk around and say all the time, I don't care what people think about mm-hmm. me. I mean, sometimes other people's opinions that they share with us are actually helpful and yeah. important. We want to avoid the idolatry of the fear of man, but sometimes we may just without anyone doing anything wrong, start to put expectations on ourselves. Mm-hmm. And some of what is burnout is not work that we've done but work that we think we have to do and that we don't get done and we burn out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's a good point. So trying to keep a realistic picture of that, you know, who, who are, who am I in Christ? What am I obligated to do? A good theology of the law of God and Christian liberty is also helpful here. What am, what are the priorities, you know, and, and how has God made me? And am I okay saying I am dust? Mm Mm-hmm. And the Lord knows my frame. He cares for me. And so it's, it's healthy for me to remember, you know what? I'm dust. I don't think I can take on 20 things. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's good. That's good. Anything you'd add? No, I, I think that that's a, um, I think those are some helpful things, even just what you mentioned shorthand there to conclude with. But I appreciate you letting me interrogate you for a couple of minutes. No problem. So, all right, well. For those of you that um, have hung around over these many episodes, we will actually be breaking for a few weeks, which is so unlike us. I mean, we we usually get these things out. It's every week, right? <laughs> uh, not quite. Not <laughs> quite. But we're breaking for a few weeks. We're breaking for a few is weeks. Is that to avoid burnout? To avoid burnout. There you go. There you go. So We'll see you, Lord willing, next time. Thank you.